From the moment we're born, we are cared for by someone who has to listen to us grow from to and to to probably again. Today we celebrate those who laugh and cry alongside us, mothers. Everyone has a story to tell. We have a bottle of wine and an ear to listen. Welcome to Anecdotal Dote. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anecdotal Dote, the podcast that celebrates the stories and storytellers in all of us. I'm John Seidenberg, the guy who had a one-sided relationship with the cashier in the Wendy's drive-thru for a few months before realizing she was just smiling. (laughs) (laughs) And joining me is my partner in crime, Laura Arnold. How are you, Laura? I'm good. I think it's really funny that that's your like intro thing. It's true. I uh, it was when I was in college, and <laughs> I would always not always I would occasionally go through the Wendy's drive-through before I would go to class, and there was this girl who was always at the drive-through, and she always would have like this really big smile on her face and had a little twinkler in her eye, and I. For like the first one or two times, I was like, "Oh, she's really pretty," and then I was like, "Oh, I think, I, th- I think she's trying to tell me something." Oh, goodness. Little did I know she was trying to tell me, "Would you like fries with that?" <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I told someone, and I was like, "I think, I think this girl at Wendy's really likes me," and they were like, "No, John, she wants you to hand over your freaking credit card <laughs> so and- she can." So she can pay for your meal. Yeah, so I can get my chicken nuggets. And <laughs> it's very sad. I but, um, think that's so funny because I have actually, actually, truly been hit on in a drive-through. Were you numerous times. in the car, or were you the person at the cash register? No, I was the person in the car being hit on by the drive-through worker. What did they say? One time, I came through and. Um, I can't remember what the place was. I don't, I don't remember. Um, but I was like going through and was like not in a great mood, but like kind of in a hurry, needed food, whatever. Um, and the guy was like, uh, you've got a really great smile. You're really pretty. And I was like, okay, thanks. Bye. (laughs) super awkward did you take my pickles off like i asked yeah i'm like uh thanks here's Uh, my money can uh, i have my food now well that's i used to do this thing where if i was attracted to the server i would give her a bigger tip and then i thought that's really stupid because i'm giving her extra money she's never gonna see me again yeah i am i am a good tipper but the fact that I was giving, instead of like 25%, I was giving like 40%. Um, yeah, it doesn't actually get you anywhere. No. Well, it, I mean, it I got will me, say... It got me to smaller bank accounts. <laughs> Always the bridesmaid. Never the bride. Never the bride. I was on an episode of Bridesmaids. No, not that's a movie. <laughs> I was uh, at a wedding that was filming... Um, Say yes to the dress. Really? I was. 
Oh my god, I love that show. Um, my really good friend, who you have now met, Bria, uh, she was a bridesmaid. Oh, I was like, I haven't met any of your friends. They don't come to visit you. And then I was like, <laughs> they oh don't yeah, don't exist. No, I remember now. But uh, yeah, so uh, she was a bridesmaid for this wedding, and she was like, oh, I need a date. You want to be my date to the? I'm a really good wedding date. And um, <laughs> I actually, I believe that. I went to two weddings with Bria. The other one, it was a country wedding. And it was outside. I've been in a couple and, of those. Well, my favorite part was the guy. I this whole uh, the whole time I thought he was an actual minister, and he came up to us drunk off his ass, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and he was talking about all of these sexual conquests that he had had with both of us, and I was like, "This is a man of God." <laughs> And I was so confused. Little did you know he was. <laughs> well, then I found out later that he had just bought his or or his being ordained offline. Yeah. Um, but the whole time I was like, because I didn't know that was a thing. And so I was just like, this man of God is sleeping around and drunk off of alcohol. I was very <laughs> concerned. And then my friend Bria was like, oh, I'm going to jump these hay bales, which were like three feet taller than she was. And she literally just ran into the side of a hay bale. <laughs> It's very fun. <laughs> so I would like to play a game of true or false with you, Laura. Oh, goodness. Um, okay, I was not told about this beforehand, but okay. Oh, I know. I, I figured the best um, best way of getting the truth out of you would, would be, to be not warn me. by ambushing you. Great. Okay, cool. So I work in the box office true. of our theater as the box office manager. Also true. Uh, and occasionally you come down to help out. True. And um, last week, um, you came down to cover my lunch break. And uh, before lunch break Are you break trying started, to frame me for something no, I right just, now? I Is just, this going to go to, like, Corlene uh, <laughs> later? <laughs> actually, I don't think she's heard this yet. So, Corlene, um, I need you to know what happened. Oh, God. <laughs> um, and I decided before I enjoyed my lunch that I was going to take a restroom break. And I wear a headset... <laughs> It seems like you know where this is going. I do. I totally do. Um, so I wear a headset so that way I have my hands free um, whilst selling tickets to lovely uh, patrons. And I had kept my headset on and went into the restroom <laughs> doing my business in my own privacy or what I thought was my own privacy. <laughs> and then I heard the phone ring in the in the box office and I was like, oh, okay, Laura, I'll get it. And then I hear, Hello? In my earpiece. <laughs> True or false? You answered the wrong phone and caused a patron for three seconds to hear me in the bathroom <laughs> going about my personal business. True or false? True. But in my defense. Oh, this will be great. I, the other computer was not logged into. Mm hmm. So I couldn't just like quick run over to that desk and log in because it takes four freaking ever. True or false. The other phone has a cord on it. I didn't think about that. I also get so confused in the box office because I'm never like, do they always both ring? Does just yours ring sometimes? Does the other, I don't know. I didn't look. I just saw the phone ringing. It was like, I should answer this. This is why I'm here. 
And then didn't think about the fact that like your headset was still on and that's how it would be answered. Um, when did you realize? After I answered it, that it was probably your headset. And then I was like, I don't even know where the res- the phone thing is. Oh, it was on my ear in the bathroom with my pants around my ankles. So I had a moment as it was ringing of like, where is the thing? John always tucks it in this corner. So I grabbed that. I answered the phone. Nobody was there. I was super confused. And it wasn't until about halfway through that conversation or like maybe when it had you like disconnected it from the headset. So I got it. Yes. That I realized what had happened. After I heard, hello. (laughs) I was like, oh no. And then I disconnected the headset and then turned blood red. At least you were like alone. (laughs) For a couple of seconds. I was not. I had unwelcome company. (laughs) Maybe you shouldn't wear your headset into the bathroom. Oh, I love how you turn this on me, the victim. I'm just saying that, like, if your headset had been there, I probably would have just picked up your headset, even though I hate wearing it. You're victim blaming and victim shaming. And if there's anyone that you should be judging right now, you should find a mirror. I didn't know what was going to happen. I thought for sure if I just answered it, I would talk to the person. I was obviously wrong, and I apologize for invading your personal time. You know what? I'm going to need a couple of days. (laughs) It's been like two weeks. I'm going to need some more time. (laughs) It's been so long since that happened. Well, I've been stewing on this. For this whole time. <laughs> Clearly. Um, what is our theme today? Mothers. Mothers, mamas, madres, mamacitas, and mama. No? Okay. Thought that would be uh, interesting. Um, Mother's Day is uh, is here. Yeah. And, uh, it's so, Mother's Day weekend so, officially. Absolutely. Um, I'm not sure when this will air yet, but whenever it is, we're still thinking about you, moms. Yeah. Even though uh, for us, it is still a couple of days away. Um, whenever you're listening to this, we, uh, we're thinking about you. Mothers owe the world. I feel like we all have, um, whether they are our actual maternal mothers or whether they are um, spiritual mothers or... or um, People who have just been, you know, a good support for us, whether it's emotionally or professionally. I feel like we all have a uh, a mother that uh, that we can look to for for support and um, appreciation and guidance and love. And some of the best people I know in the whole world are moms. Actually, most of the best people I know in the world are moms. John, do you have some advice for our listeners of the? anecdotal variety well as we are celebrating mothers this week i figured we should seek some advice from the ladies who give us the best advice our mothers Rude. my mom gives me such good advice so uh let's ring up me madre it's not past your bedtime hey lord hello hey how are you um pretty good um, just so you know, you are being recorded. Oh, awesome. Um, I have a podcast and our podcast theme this week is Mother's Day. So we are calling our mothers to ask them some questions. Okie dokie, don't make it tough. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're on with me and my really good friend, Laura. Hi, Hi Laura. 
Um, so we have a couple of questions for you. Um, okay. First of all, um, do you know what a podcast is? No, I don't. What is your guess of what a podcast is? Is this a trick question? No. Like a radio station, I don't know. Yes, kind of. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like an internet radio station. Yeah. Oh, okay. There we go. Yay! That was a really good guess, actually. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. Um, how you like being my mom? I love being a mom. That's all I ever wanted to be. If you go back to my high school years, I Um, okay, so what is your, uh, favorite memory of being a mother? My favorite memory of being a mom? I guess it was, uh, probably seeing Melissa, because you have to understand, I had already had two miscarriages, and then they told me I wouldn't be able to carry a child past six months. So when she came out, it was just, and, and everybody said she was a boy, and I wanted a girl. So um, it was just exciting because it was like, first of all, it happened. I mean, matter of fact, I didn't even have a bed for her to sleep in because I was so sure that I was never going to come home with the kid that she had to sleep in a drawer for four days. And that wasn't in a dresser. It was pulled out on the floor and had all kinds of padding around it because we just didn't have anything because I didn't think she was coming home. For people who are mothers or are about to be mothers, what is the best advice you could give them? Don't rush them. Don't try and make them grow up quicker than they need to. Embrace every second. When you were first a parent, what was the worst advice you were ever given? I don't know. I just remember that everybody scares you in the beginning, you know? Um, when you've never been a parent before, but I don't know that anybody really ever gave me that advice. I mean, it was always, life's too short, it happens too quick, they grow up so fast, you know, and it is the truth. What is your, what is the moment that made you laugh out loud the most as a mom? Probably when you and your brother dressed up like Adam and Eve in the backyard. John has told me that story, and it's fantastic. <laughs> Our first podcast, we talked about um, the the difference between needs and wants, and we talked about the time that um, Jacob, my brother, and I stole a package of balloons from Walmart. Yeah, boy, howdy. Um. Did you, this was a question that was raised to me. Did you ask the general manager to threaten us with an inch of, within an inch of our lives? No, no. So that crazy I mean just, old lady just I did just it? I told you guys to give the balloons back and tell them what you've done. Of course, you hid behind me the entire time crying. <laughs> so she just took it upon herself to scare us within an inch of our yeah, life. To tell you that she could call the police and have you all taken to prison and everything else, yes. She did. She did say that. <laughs> yeah, she really did. That was obviously a good lesson. It seems to have stuck with him. Well, that's good because, you know, we don't want him stealing, you know. <laughs> we do not want him stealing, no. 
just just people's hearts. Huh? Just people's hearts. Right. Is there anything else um, that you would like to tell the podcast listeners about being a mom? Well, I can say that I have been totally blessed by the Lord because my daughter wasn't supposed to be here and neither one of my boys were supposed to be here. So God has a call in all three of their lives. And I know that for a fact. And then having grandchildren, having three grandchildren as it is, and it's, more than I could ever imagine in my life, and I've been blessed beyond measure, and I'm proud of all of them, and I'm proud of, you know, who they've become, and I'm not ashamed of any of them. Well, thanks for thanks for uh, being on our podcast. Is it over? I had so much more to say. Oh, do you? What else do you want to say? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to die anyway. Well, Mom, happy Mother's Day. I love you so much. I love you all too. Um, she loves you too, Laura. <laughs> I do. All right. Love you. Okay, love you too. Bye. Been fun. Bye. <laughs> I guess we'll call your mother now. Yeah. Hi, Mary Jane. It's John. Hi, John. How are you? I'm. I am honored to be speaking to you today. I've heard so well, much about you. It's nice to. To actually talk to you in person, well, in person on the phone rather than listening to your voice on the podcast. <laughs> Have you been enjoying the podcast? Um, I've listened to a couple of them. I haven't listened to the more recent ones. Oh, okay, okay. They only get worse from the beginning. So. <laughs> what is the worst advice you have ever gotten when you were about to be a mom? Oh, my God. Um... What I I was a, I'm a social worker and I was working in in child protection and I worked very closely with the sheriff's department and all the men gave me advice about labor. <laughs> <laughs> like what kind of advice? Well, they were telling me how hor- how you know how all their wives horror stories. And um, how, you know, I can do it and that, you know, be, be aware of the back labor and how horrible it is. <laughs> Men mansplaining labor. That, that's a... Yeah. <laughs> that's a new low right there. Oh, my, oh my God. Rough. <laughs> bless, bless their little hearts. <laughs> I know. And their pea-sized brains. Yeah. Okay. Um. What was the What was the first time that you ever felt like a real like I'm a mom? I think the first time it felt real to me was when I was getting ready to go to the grocery store and I almost left, and I realized that I couldn't because Riley was sleeping in bed, and it was like, oh, I'm a mom. <laughs> I can't leave. <laughs> What is your favorite memory of being a mom? Oh, well, there's a million of them. My favorite memory, one of them is um, we were at our house in West Baraboo, 
and you were 18 months old hanging out with the neighbors. And I remember standing there watching you and Riley run around and I wanted to freeze you right there. Freeze you at that age because that was just such a fun, fun age. Mary Jane, do you do you know uh, where the phobia of clowns came from, Laura? We think it stemmed from an episode of Barney. Yeah. Well, she talked to me about this, and she was like, "One of these days, I need to find that video and see if that's what did it." And I did a two-second YouTube search, found <laughs> the episode, and played it. And when we got to the clown's first appearance, she crumbled yeah. like a biscuit. <laughs> And was that it? I think I think I, it was. <laughs> I because I remember, and I told John this. I was like, the thing that I can't put my finger on, and part of the reason I need to watch this episode is that I remember having watched that episode, but I can't remember if the episode is the thing that terrified me or a dream that I had afterwards. Okay. So it's true. It is that is uh, Barney ruined clowns for me. <laughs> But, Thanks, you know, man. the other thing about it, I mean, you re- I mean, a lot of people do not like clowns, but your reaction is a little over the top. <laughs> it is, it is more than some. Yes, absolutely. Yes. That's some tough yes. love from, from Mom. Mom just it's tells it like of, it is. <laughs> kind of like my irrational fear of mice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. <laughs> I have a, it's a horrendous fear of mice. It's stupid. See, my mom has that, she just recently developed it because she went to go pour pour out a bowl of um, crisped rice cereal and there was a dead mouse in the bowl. Oh my God. Mom, you would have a freaking heart attack. I would have a heart attack. Yeah, so she can no longer eat breakfast cereal and (laughs) mice are now a problem for her. I will... Uh, yeah, I will never think of a, bowl, a box of cereal the same. <laughs> It'll be okay, Mom. It that. doesn't happen to everybody. <laughs> yeah, I will always think of you every time I pour a box of uh, myself a bowl of cereal. <laughs> I am touched. <laughs> She'll think of you and also be a little on edge. <laughs> It's like a Cracker yeah. Jack box, but instead of like a fun prize, it's like a terrifying nightmare <laughs> yeah. scenario. Yeah, I mean, we used to, when I was a kid, we'd get cereal and you'd always go for the treat. Now, I mean, and her treat was a dead mouse. That's, that's really horrible. Oh my gosh, remember when cereal boxes had toys in them? Wow. Yes. Things we say now. I... Well, Mary Jane, we are so thrilled that you stopped by on the podcast today well, thank you for inviting me and uh happy mother's day uh i hope it's thank been fun you. for you so far it has been a glorious day i've got to i got to spend time with my son and his wife and then i got to spend time with my daughter oh and you John. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been an absolute treat for me <laughs> <laughs> And that's our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, subscribe. If you didn't like what you heard, still subscribe. It doesn't hurt you either way. Also, if you like what you heard, share this podcast with your friends. 
If you have a story inspired by our theme of mothers, let us hear it. Your story might be shared on a future podcast. Film or audio submissions can be emailed to theanecdotaldote at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. 